Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. What up, baby? Another beautiful morning Great in New morning. York. Great time of year. It's a low 60s up into the low 70s today. Yeah, yeah clear skies. Come coming off next week. Ooh, the draft next Thursday, huh? free agency happening. You got some sec- football. Stephon Diggs seems happy now. A M- lot going NBA on. draft, you got some steals in the second round, like the Joker. <laughs> Like one of the all-time great draft steals. <laughs> Second round pick just chipped up. Finals MVP, all-time great run. What up, Key? Hi. Hi. Hi, Jumper. How are you? You got your brain, Key? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good now. Good. You I found just it couldn't, the first I couldn't think about it earlier. That's all. Because you don't trying. drink coffee. No, it just... <clears throat> I couldn't. I just couldn't think Jimi Hendrix, but I could think of Seattle. You know, just, <laughs> the name just was like it wouldn't. A lot of wouldn't. names <laughs> rattling around up there, right? Hey, since you get up every day, like you know, I get up at three, but that means like you're getting up. What time? What time do you get up actually? I, I usually, I have my body clock, my body. I, literally, Jay, I don't think I've used the alarm in so long, right? I mean, it's like my body clock between one fifteen and one thirty. I'll just wake up. And what's your more? What's your routine in the morning? Like, do you make? Like, I typically like make myself a coffee, and then start like reading a ton of articles. No, the first thing I do is I wake up, I lean over, I look at my phone, and then I say, "Okay, it's time to get up." Right I to the phone. Lay, I can't lay back down. Yeah. Well, because my phone is my alarm. Yes. So oh, I, okay. say I yeah. can't lay back down. If I lay back down, I'll be flying on the freeway at two thirty in the morning <laughs> trying to get here. So <laughs> I instantly get up. Walk to my closet, see what I'm going to put on, then I go to the bathroom, do my deal. So you don't lay out your stuff the night before? Nah. Because yeah, I'm trying to be because a ninja. I, I don't want to wake I anybody up. I lay it out. If I, well, I won't wake anybody up based on where I go to get my clothes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he has a house inside his house. <laughs> I love <laughs> that he true. had to say it out loud. <laughs> they built a like separate that. house inside the house for his clothes. No, I'm just saying I got to... You know, you won't wake anybody. Here's the question, Keith. Do you have do you have his and hers closets? And is your so I know you got your own closet, obviously, but but is there anything dividing one side of the closet from the other side of the closet, like a table or some Man, kind of counter me. between the two sides of the closet? Actually, my my closet is extremely small. Hmm. Extremely. You got the short end of the stick on that. That's how. Jay, you already know. But when he says extremely small, he might be like it's only a thousand square feet. No, 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 no. I don't have a big. No, I literally (laughs) have an apartment sized closet. Hmm. Like literally. How did that happen? For real. It's just that's just. Yeah, she got the big closet, of course. Yeah, and so I do that. You know, I do my deal. It's a shower, whatever. Boom. I get dressed. I throw on my flip flops are down at the bottom of the the stairs. (laughs) So I decide if I'm putting on shorts. Sweatshirt, hoodie, whatever it is. And then I open up the door. I let the dogs out the back to let them do their deal. Turn on all the backyard lights. The coyotes won't get them. And then I typically go get my keys and whatever I need off my desk in my office. By the time I do that, they're sitting back at the door ready to come back in. 
I uh, give them their snack because they know, go outside, do your deal, you come back in, you get a treat. Yes. So I give them their treat, they wait for it, boom, they go back up. I go to the garage, bam, I'm at the boom, studio. at the studio. Mm. Yeah, I'm at the studio. He left out the part where he woke up because the dogs are sleeping in the bed with him licking his face away. Well, what I was going to say, <laughs> when Jay said lay my clothes out, one of the things I don't do and the reason I don't lay them out is because I don't have a place in my room mm-hmm. to oh, yeah, put it up high. If I lay it on the carpet, on the rug, right, the dogs just hang will. It up on the, yeah, just hang it, though. Yeah, but I don't need to hang it because it's already hung, Jay. Oh, so I don't need closet. to go it's and lay it out. Yeah, but if yeah, I put right. it, if I put it dogs in the room and lay it, it. down yeah, on carpet, yeah. they're gonna lay on it. Oh, I hate the dogs in the room. Well, I mean, Max, I'm married to I got one it. of y'all. So if I'm married <laughs> to one of y'all, they, that's what y'all do, Max. You know that. Then stop it. I, <laughs> ain't no me. need to lie, Jay. Ain't I, no need to frown up. I, I, not I, me. That's not what no, I'm here. we I'm just tend to do. I'm just here. We tend to do. And it may be culturally, I ain't afraid to say it. No, you don't want we the dog in the bed. The dog walks all over the floor. No, I can't. With the dog in the Couches, bed. Couches, uh, bed, stay no, on the tend, ground. We tend to not allow that to happen. You right. know growing up, we wasn't having that. Right. But when you married to somebody that has, you know, they used to doing that. But see, I can't, I can't the dog be on my couch just. It's too. It's like, too. It's stop, no, too what? No. No. Stay off the furniture. Again. But see, it's too late. Habit. When 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 you already allow something to happen, we talk about Zion. Yeah. It's, it's it's it's. You should have put your foot that. down, Key. You should have fought. That's I, a fight. You should have fought. Yeah, you have no idea how hard. You have no idea. Sometimes you fight and lose, right? So you, you just gotta, well, you gotta live to fight, fight another we all day. Know yeah. that, so you got to yeah. pick your fights. Oh, the worst thing: couch in the bed, Jay. Oh, oh, yeah. couch in the bed, and then coming in my office, in my table, you know, my desk, coming underneath my desk and sitting where I can't put my feet. Yeah. You know, I'm like, dude. Move. Yeah, my, my but, wife has yeah. a habit of just literally, she does not care. She will interrupt. If I'm on the phone, she's going to talk to me. You know, right. Keith, like when you're on the call, she's oh like, my well, Jay, I'm like, you, see me, you, try, you see me Jay, on the phone. Literally, you if see, you what? tried to do that to her. Oh, oh no. I, she, she just ignores all me. Like, the I'm not faces even, I, and the, 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 all, you, come on, Jay. <laughs> Man, you know, Max, you know, too. That's just how it's unbelievable. How, it how about it's taking crazy. the phone out of your hand? You're talking to a friend. It might be a mutual friend right out of your. What 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 just happened? Oh, no, this one here though, because yeah. I tend to put the earpiece <laughs> in. Jay. Let, Let me, me, in. Give me, me that. in, Max. He just takes the yeah. phone out. You of might you. have it on speaker, say gotta, hello, you, whatever, you, and then you, all of a sudden it's a conversation. I'm like, come boundaries. on, man. You gotta say this is my no, damn phone. Yeah. You ain't taking my phone out of my hand. When I have the earpiece in, I'm. You see me on. You see me. Don't you see me talking? It's not that important. It can wait. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know it was a call. You knew. You know what's great when you see I'm these guys on Zoom? Oh, I lost my mind now. You see these people on Zoom doing TV hits and, like, the little kid runs in the – right? You've seen that it's on social media, especially during the pandemic. There'd be someone in, like, you know, suit and tie, the whole thing. They're doing some hit on uh, on some important news you know, item like and the, all of a sudden the little kid runs in with a tricycle or something. Like, Max, I'd like, you, to, I'd like for you to throw that question out to the listeners. Yes. Our, our yeah. strong fan base. Sure. Should dogs be allowed in your damn bed? Yeah, 888 say ESPN. Dogs in the bed or on the furniture, but yeah, the no. bed is a whole other thing. Yeah. No. How about this move? Well, yes. they can stay under the bed. Yeah, until the morning. As soon as you get out of the bed, they try and jump up on the bed. But then the dog's trying to clean themselves no, on no, the bed. No, 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 no. Come on. Jay, I can't. I can't no, I'm not trying to lay and, my body on where you just clean right. yourself. Jay, I could go on and on and on. And the interesting thing about the two teddies is that they know not to go on my side of the bed. They already know. <laughs> Smart as hell. They know whatever we do, don't go on this side of the bed. 
But when I'm not home oh, or they, something, they just occupy. Yeah, I see, home, nope. yeah, see. And That's they don't, they don't hear, they don't hear the door chime, and I come upstairs. Them, they, if, man, you don't even understand, Jay. I, now you got to change the sheets. Yeah, I'm now. just trying to Peter, tell you. I've, Peter I've, coming for me. Peter, I'm trying to tell you. I've left past relationships because I can't do it. Good man. It, it's it's been a relationship good, good deal man. breaker for That's me. Right. Back in there, I'm like, by the way, even this, if this, someone no, we've talked about this, but if someone has their outside clothes and sits on your bed. Now, if yeah. it's on, if it's on a comforter or a cover, and it's at the foot of the Still bed, not acceptable. okay. But you Don't can't like sit where I put my head or my butt. Come on, man! And especially if the covers are pulled back on the sheets, and that's a human being with with clothing on, a dog that's been especially my, my, in New I, York I City. To, they've oh. been all over the street. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not New York City. I can't. No. 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 My dogs, when we were in New York, they stayed inside, and we had shoes on them when they went outside. It was yeah. Yeah, you put the but, dog shoes on. I seen those. See the yeah. little doggy yeah. booty shoes on. Yeah. Dogs who walk yeah, like this, you know, when they raise up their knees when they yeah. walk like they. Yeah, marching. I just it, the whole dog thing at the crib is just I can't. I try. I've convinced myself I have clean dogs because I've convinced myself. Yeah, right. You got to just yeah, man. So listen, uh, we're going to get to this in a, in a little bit. What I wanted to talk about, but now people really want to talk about the dogs on the furniture. But but at some point, we need to talk about you know the Nuggets' first match. time in their history, forty seven years in the league, they won a championship. Yeah, we will. So what's Sorry. the biggest drought? Like what's the most downtrodden franchise across sports? I got a definite answer for that, but That's there are a easy. bunch of candidates. It could be the the Maple Leafs last uh, the, the last title they won was sixty six sixty seven. San Diego Padres, it's 53 years, baseball, right? Like with different sports, different franchises. I have one in mind in the NFL. It's probably not hard to guess which one it is, but Rome in Chicago, you're on KJM. Good morning, good morning. What's up, morning. Rome? Good morning, guys. Good morning, What's morning. up, baby? Nothing, man. About this dog. I, dogs sit there and lick themselves See, to clean themselves, fellas. There's no way the dog is getting in my bed, my couch. Or my white carpet. You got a white carpet though. White carpet. What made you Where do you that? You in Miami, bro? Where? <laughs> white carpet. All white. It's the worst parties? choice how for a carpet. A white carpet? Kid, you, are you a wine drinker? What? When a wine? For, how do you? How do you keep that clean? Keep the dog off the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Brian in North Carolina, you're on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Good morning. Morning. I, I, no, dogs do not belong on the bed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I'm with Key. Mm-hmm. So See, far, yeah, we, Key, well, as well, to your well, earlier well, point, Key, so far way. there's been a certain kind of caller. Are you in that, my brain? Yeah. Like, yes. literally? Like, yeah. are you yeah. in my By the way, just so everybody at home, yeah. Key's dogs, Key's dogs are on his bed, though. <laughs> Key's dogs are on his bed. And you know, <laughs> Key, you didn't even have to tell me. They're not on my side of the bed yet, right, until they don't know you're around. Then yeah, but yeah, they, they, it's so it's it, Max. You wait, yeah, this is like the worst thing in his life right now on a daily a, basis. This is, a key, this is a great social experiment. Yeah, Matthew in California. Go ahead, Matthew in California. How you doing? Uh, so coming from one of the uh, less melanated brothers, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying dogs should be outside animals. Period. Mm. I don't want them coming inside, especially if people got carpet. 
And the hairs on the carpet, that's just nasty. Well, it's not I can't, a, what do, you I can't have, do dogs it's inside. It's not a wild dog. It's a, what is no, it? it's no, a, no, I have multi-pools. They're not wild dogs. It's, it's not a hyena. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you can't come in the house. rained on in a doghouse no, outside. Dog, I can't no, do that no, to my no, guy. No, oh, you got to let the dog in the house sometimes. Let him get some heat, man. That's why I don't have a dog. I don't want it in the house. All right. Earl in Houston. You're on KJM. So good, good morning, Keith. Good morning, um, Will Max. My my shit was in the bed right now, dog. Like really. I mean, but Earl, Earl, yeah. little dog. Yes, Earl. I mean, it's a shishu, and I have a pit bull, so I call my shishu my pitshu. And you have, wait. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. It's mixed with a pit, or you also got a pit? No, he has both. Does the pit get in the bed? a shih and a pit bull. Hey, look, the pit gets – I have a bench at the end of the bed. So the pit – me and my wife, we're like average tall. We're six feet plus. So the pit gets up on the edge of the bench. So we kind of like give him the foot tap dance to kick him off. Mm -hmm. And so he gets down. But the shih she has her way, and she just devises – when things are not right in the bedroom, she divides the bed up. Earl. See? Earl. Yeah, but I mean, so do, any, do you just in, let her... in any case, I, honestly, I don't think dogs bed. should be in your bedroom. Tell Earl, you the truth. Earl, not in Earl, the bedroom. I got a question for you. Like when you let yeah, when you yeah, let the Shih Tzu yeah, out, yeah. do you wipe the Shih Tzu's feet when she comes back oh, in the yeah, house? Dude. Oh yeah, we have we have we have wipes and everything. That's a lot of now, work see, though. My wife, she, she's so big on that. She has the wipes. We even we even clean their butt too. Okay, well, <laughs> which downtrodden franchise will be the next team to win a championship? And is everything okay now in I Buffalo? Just, no, I just snorted. Plus, don't let the dog sleep in the bed. KJM, yes, ESPN we, Radio. We cleaned her butt. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. At some point, I want to get to the most downtrodden franchises in sports, or the longest droughts at least, since the Nuggets just ended their 47-year championship list drought in the NBA by winning it all Sacramento several days ago. Sacramento, 72 years. The Kings. Yeah. It's been a minute for a lot of teams. 
Yeah, we're going to get into that. If, but- if only somebody had said yesterday on all these ESPN shows at the top of the morning mm-hmm. that there was a communication breakdown with Stephon Diggs and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Jay? Yeah, I maybe, know. Maybe well, I mean, Damian Woody trended. said it. Maybe it would have trended a little bit. I, Damian Woody said it. I think he broke it down. You know what? I did hear you quoted on one show in the afternoon, uh, Key. I heard you quoted on a show in the afternoon really? where you got full credit mm. for bringing up the fact. Uh, and, in fact, the host, very handsome fella, went mm. into your point in detail and gave you full credit for it. Quoted it, 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 it. And so when they gave the full credit, did they use my name? Oh, yes, mm. they did. Okay, so I'll make sure to send them an invoice. <laughs> can, can I just ask a random question? Like how long, now that your show's been up for like close to two years, do yeah. you need to keep saying, you know, incredibly <laughs> handsome host? Like well, is that, is that like part of the, the like, here's this the, just Okay, here's tagline? the weird thing. I didn't want to get into this publicly, but I have. Like, I know, it, I, it used to be like brand new show, and now that's. I, I, I didn't want to get into this publicly, but now I have to. Okay. The reason the handsome is still there is I have a, a rare, I'm, I'm afflicted with a rare disease, Jay. Oh, wow. Whereby, it's a very serious thing. Hmm. The older I get, the more handsome I get. What is that called? Ah, it's weird. It's like a Benjamin Button kind of thing. I don't look younger. Reverse, I just get increasingly handsome. Benjamin Button. Yeah, well, Benjamin Button got younger and younger. younger. Yeah, but that but doesn't I'm mean not, you get better looking. It's not that looking. I'm getting younger. You could see that I'm aging, but oh my God, just take a look. The, the, I, you know, doctors are trying to figure it out. But How did um, this go from Stefan Diggs to your looks, man? Well, look, uh, Stefan <laughs> Diggs did practice, and, and everything seems to be okay in Buffalo now. <laughs> Key, I know you speak receiver fluently. Yes. Sean McDermott, Bills head coach at the press conference Tuesday. Listen to how he initially described his feelings about Diggs not being at mandatory minicamp. Steph is not here. Everybody else is here at the current time. How concerned are you about that? Oh, very concerned. Yeah, very concerned. I'm not going to get into And listen, I respect everyone's everyone's questions and what they want to know about our team. Right now, I'm just I'm not going to get into into that anymore. So we'll talk about practice. Happy to do that. Happy to answer those questions. And we'll move forward from there. Now, here's coach yesterday at the press conference. Listen to how he talked about Stefan Diggs yesterday. Let me be clear. Steph did everything that he was asked to do. He was here Monday and executed his physical on time. Steph reported yesterday, Tuesday. We just felt like we all needed a break and some space. I gave Steph permission to get some space. It was not Steph leaving unexcused. He was excused by me. We all want the same thing. We all want to win. It's interesting, Key. It sounds originally like maybe there was a misinterpretation when he said very concerned as though... Diggs just was not showing up and didn't have permission. Is do you believe that something has changed, or that that's simply a clarification of his original statement? It's it's a clarification, but but he is speaking to the media. So if you listen yesterday, Max and Jay, to me explaining the situation and Stefan Diggs walking into the meeting room and what went on about the you know when I said that at the end of the day, okay, I'm tired, man. I'm out of here. I don't want to listen to y'all no more. I'm gone. Sean McDermott gave him – that's giving him permission to leave. Mm-hmm. He ain't, he's not going to say, oh, hold on, you can't go anywhere. It's like, okay, you're probably right, Stefan. You go to the left, we'll go to the right for a day, and let's just figure it out. He never once said that Stefan Diggs was never in the building, never took his physical – he never said those things. Those questions wasn't asked. It was more about why isn't he at practice? Mm-hmm. Why isn't he in these situations? So – I don't think that the uh, the coach and Sean McDermott was misleading or anything. You have to you have to understand the different conversations. Conversation coming from a player, 
versus a conversation coming from a corporate guy who is a head coach who has to say things a certain way. I understand what he said yesterday. That's why I said what I said. After he spoke and said what he said, then I said it and tried to explain it best I could to get people to really understand it in layman terms how Stefan Diggs was processing the entire information. So, as usual, when we bring up these uh, hot-button sports issues and we also talk about, you know, real-life things, like people on the phones are, are just champing at the bit to talk about sports. Is right, Charles, in Atlanta? Hey, what's up, boys? What's Enjoy up? the show. Uh, hope all is going well. So I've got a quick one for you. Uh, what happened, this is a buddy of mine down in Miami who is trying to hook up with this girl at the Ritz-Carlton, okay. and she's got a uh, one of those, uh, I call them dropkick dogs, but a chihuahua or something. Dropkick dogs. And her question is, his question or his dilemma was, he goes and hooks up with her, and the, the first night the dog has to sleep on the pillow above his head, oh. like on the pillow, and he didn't. He didn't know the dog from left or right, and he was just kind of so-so on the girl. So what do you do in that situation? Because uh, this is an unknown dog. It's not yours. And, you got to uh, leave. You got to go. Be what? I think, what? You, might have to you, grin. I think it, you might it, have to grin and bear it, but it, go ahead. No, 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 no. If you're so-so on the girl, then oh, you're so-so if, on you're the girl. So-so, if you're not overboard on the lady, then sorry. Can't do it. Can't <clears> have a dog towering over me. I didn't me. hear so-so on the girl. I didn't yeah, hear that. can't have a dog just mentally, like, Forget about the mental. It's the physical. It's Sleeping disgusting. Sleeping over the top of you. Yeah, they can't do it. Well, it dog just says, this is my place in this bed, punk. Now, who cares That's about what the dog, what the dog thinks about the place? It's the fact that the dog is sleeping right on your head, basically. No, nah, not worth it. Key? I, I, I've, I got I've a many, lot of thoughts. I got a many, yeah, I, I got a many different I thoughts on that I one. Cannot, <laughs> Josh Allen, by the way, guys, also spoke about what he thinks the team can do better for Stefan Diggs. Listen to this. There were some, some things that uh, could have gone better last year um, and didn't. Um, and just, you know, I think we're just, as, a, as an organization, maybe not communicating the right way with, with everything. So, again, just trying to talk and, and listen at the same time and hear him out and, and, like I said, just try to move this forward as, as quickly and as respectfully as, you know, as possible. Max, I, I will tell you what I would be paying attention to on the sidelines. Anytime there's interaction between Ken Dorsey and Diggs, I'm watching it. I am all over that. But like I said yesterday, again, it's all about the communication. Yes, right? I agree. I, I agree. I said that. I said it yesterday. Yes. The question is, there's a the lack communi- of communication. What was the communication like on that Jets team when the man that we have coming up next traded Keyshawn Johnson? What? And the question is, Ooh. does he let his dog on the furniture? Oh, no. Mike Tannenbaum coming up in a matter his of last moments. Name? On ESPN Radio. Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. Bam. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Gray Goose. With who? And we're here with Mike. Mike, who? I forgot your last name. No, say it the way you say it. Don't, say it. Don't say it, MT. Don't Tannenbaum. Say it. Did he say it correctly or not? Yes. Baum, bomb. It's all good, guys. No, no, it's not all good. Which one is? We need... We need direct to understand. Clarification. Yes, clarification. Help me find the word, Keith. Born in in New York, raised here until I was eight, moved to Boston. It's Tannenbaum, this part of the country. Then I was in New Orleans, went to Tulane, lived in Florida. It's Tannenbaum. So I'm good. Okay. How do you introduce yourself? Tannenbaum. Baum. Tannenbaum. There you go. All right. It was just the way you said it was a little it was a little weird. Guys, I think the lesson here is if I'm talking about a Jew from New York, let me just do it my way. Trust me. Just take, take my word for it. Take my word for it. You know how you speak receiver fluently, Key? This is something I speak fluently. All right, look. You can say it, Key, and I cannot. Uh, <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, and obviously we're here with the great Mike Tannenbaum. Here in New York City, ESPN NFL front office insider. If you were the Bills GM, Mike, how would you be handling this Stefan Diggs situation? Yeah, I would bring him in, the quarterback, the head coach, the owner, whatever it took, uh, Stefan's agent, and say, hey, this is family business. We're going to air all grievances, and we're going to solve problems if it's contract, non-contract, if it's getting the ball more, whatever it could be, like, you're just way too important. You know, he had 50 more targets than the next closest receiver in Gabe Davis. They could win a championship with Stephon Diggs. They may not make the playoffs without him. So the fact that they canceled the last day of minicamp to me shows you, like, there may be something going on under the surface here. But I think as the GM, you have to be a great listener. And more importantly, you have to be a problem solver. And you want to do it on June 15th, guys. Because a month from now, like, we're trying to win a championship. Like, that's how good we should be. Mm. And if he's not locked in, we can't do it. So, Key kind of broke this down yesterday about how, you know, having speaking receiver as a first language, um, that really what's going on there is not even the number of touches or anything like that, but it's when you're getting it in big moments. Would you say that's a fair representation, Key? Yeah, of your interpretation? It's, it's all about the communication. And Mike knows this because Mike has been around me. I have, you know, when I was younger and I was playing, I was young, but I was really good when I was young under the tutelage of Dan Henning and Todd Haley and Bill Parcells and, 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 and the crew on the offensive side of the ball. And one of the things that was interesting, and Mike just mentioned, is sit down with everybody. Well, you really only had to sit down with one person because that one person was the general manager and the head coach. And you sit down with Coach Parcells and you say to him, say, say, man, tell your homeboy, which is the offensive coordinator, he's got to start utilizing me the right way. I understand getting me the football in certain situations, but I want to get the football early. I need it early so I can get going. I can get going. I can't wait to the fourth quarter to all of a sudden get the football. In Stephon Diggs' case, 
he wasn't getting the football late in games. And when you look at the Cincinnati game, Mike, from last year in the playoffs, Cincinnati opened up a can in Buffalo because they forgot about Stephon Diggs. And Stephon Diggs is watching Jamar Chase and T. Higgins eat over there with a top quarterback in Burrow. That plays in your psyche. So at the end of the game, I can only imagine. You know how it goes, Mike. You walk up to the guy. You go, everything's going to be all right. We're going to be fine next year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to change some stuff. Come this offseason, we're going to really work hard. Stephon Diggs comes back in the offseason, and he looks, and he sees the same thing in a repeat performance. So he blows a gasket at that point. So now it's time to calm him down. So let's We're trading for two ones, apparently. You go one way. Well, nah, nah, that, that, had, that had more to do with money. You, you, you tell Stefan Diggs to go cool off a little bit. We'll cool off over here, and we'll figure it out. And that's, Ken Dorsey is a young offensive coordinator that didn't figure it out. We didn't have this problem with Brian Dayball. We had no problems like this with Brian Dayball. As soon as Ken Dorsey took over, all of a sudden, the guy with 108 catches, 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns, it became problematic. Mm. Yeah, no, Key, I think those are all fair points. And one of the things I would tell Stefan Diggs is like, look, you're a great player. You're getting paid like one. The only thing we don't have collectively is a championship. And sometimes the best thing you do is take a lot of coverage. And you know what? We just drafted Dalton Kincaid. And if he has a great rookie year, you're a big reason why. Because he's going to get a lot of single coverages. So, Stefan, we got to turn the page. And the next part of your career is about chasing a championship, and Ken Dorsey is going to make more mistakes, and none of us are perfect, and Josh Allen's going to dirt a ball on third and eight at some point, and Deion Dawkins is going to give up a sack. Like, we're in this together. And Diggs will drop a pass. You know what I mean? It'll happen. But see, see, Mike is talking reasonable, okay? He's talking reasonable, and we're going to win a championship. Man, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. I'm just telling you the facts. No one wants to hear that. They want the problem fixed. It's also, though, Key, how they – and I, you don't know this for sure, but how they responded to him when he did have that first blow up and what was said, and then if that message was sustained throughout the course or if it changed gears. So, look, I, I'm, I'm just glad, and we'll see. I mean, time will determine on how this relationship continues to develop. Because, again, it's not about the touches and it's not about the money. It's about when are you utilizing my skill set. I'd rather win, okay, with me not having any catches, but it – Ooh, you almost made me cuss. But if we losing and you act like I'm not here and I'm a cardboard cutout is when you get this problems is, this, from dominant players, I, I period. Brought, I Mike this, knows this. I brought this up yesterday, Mike, but there's like this clip of LT going around on social media. He's on a podcast, and I apologize. Uh, maybe, maybe the pivot. Everything's on the pivot, right? But I, I forget which one. Where where he's talking about how when he was a rookie, Parcells was just riding him, and he wouldn't let him alone. He finally said, look you know, you got to stop. And Parcells goes, fine, we'll do it your way. First time you mess up, we're going to do it my way. He said, man, I didn't talk to that man again for 10 years because it's LT. He wasn't messing up, right? This seems to me to be the reverse of that. Like Stefan Diggs, new OC. Okay, okay, we're going to do it your way. Oh, wait a minute. We're losing in the playoffs. N- now he wants to put the brakes on it and say, now we tried that your way. We got to change something about your way. Is that fair? Yeah, I, look, it's probably a little bit of all those things. You know, there were growing pains with the new coordinator. That's always going to happen. We we see that. And look, you know, Josh Allen missed some throws last year. Like, he was really, really good, especially out of the pocket, but he wasn't beyond reproach. My point is, like, all these issues, guys, like, we are not leaving Orchard Park for vacation until, like, all family business has been settled. It's just too important. Mike, I, I wanted to ask you about the running back market. 
So obviously Jonathan Taylor had an incredible article yesterday on ESPN.com talking about, you know, heading into the final season of his contract. Now, two years ago, I mean, rushed for a franchise record, you know, 1,800 yards. Obviously last year, down season, 861 rushing yards for four touchdowns. But watching what's happening to the likes of Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley, like what do you see the future market for running backs moving forward? Yo, Jay, well, it's interesting. I had a great conversation with Tom Herman, who's now the head coach of FAU. He was – the head coach at the University of Texas when they recruited Bijan Robinson. And he's like, you know, Mike, he was our best receiver. We would have a check in our offense if he was in the slot and there was a linebacker. We killed the play and went to him. That's how good of a player he was. And I think there are certain players like Saquon who had 77 targets and 57 catches where you got to take the running back sort of like name off of him, a guy like Christian McCaffrey where – I think those guys can and should get paid. Like, if I'm the Giants, i got to figure out a way to get a long-term deal done because Daniel Jones is not the quarterback without Saquon that he is with him. Same thing with a guy like Jonathan Taylor. But I think what we're seeing is if it's a Derrick Henry, a Dalvin Cook, where Minnesota's clearly saying, hey, we got to take Dalvin Cook's money and pour that into, you know, Justin Jefferson's extension. And Alex Madison may not be as good as Dalvin Cook, but it's not $10 million not as good. So I think – if they can impact the passing game, Jameer Gibbs going in the first round, clearly Detroit is seeing him way more than just a running back, but being a meaningful part of the passing game. And I think that's where sort of like the demarcation is going to go. Why, Mike, why over time, though, and I was telling the guys this, over time, different positions have been ele- elevated from an economic standpoint, right? The quarterback, obviously, is a top-paid guy. He, he jumps. He, you, you can't get close to the quarterback as a receiver anymore. Back when I was playing, I made more money than the quarterbacks, right? But that's not the case now. The left tackle was always a highly paid guy. The pass rusher, shut down corner. But the safety position and the running back position in the middle linebacker position has always been squashed down from an economic standpoint. Why is that? Is it that they devalue those positions? You feel like you can get them anywhere? I think, yeah, I think it's just as simple as supply and demand. Like, if we were running a team right now, look, I'd rather have Saquon Barkley, right? But if we said, hey, we could go get a Dalvin Cook or a Zeke Elliott for a year, like, that's not a huge drop-off. So I just think it's there's just more quality running backs than there are you know, jobs available. We're going to have to save <clears throat> the fact that uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots, I've decided I love, because if that makes them a playoff-caliber team, then no excuses for Belichick Mike, anymore. But quick, we're, going to have to, we're going to have to save that for another time. Wait, hold on. Real quick, Mike, in 10 seconds, do you have a dog? I do. Does your dog sleep in your bed? Yes. Jersey. Okay. There you go. At the what? Of the bed, I hope. Yeah. Is your dog allowed on your couches? Uh, our dog has more juice than me. I mean, she See? has the run there of the house. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm sign that, Mike. I can't. It's not even close. I mean, we can we can bring Michelle on the show. Like it's Jersey, and then everybody else. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum, ladies and gentlemen, around here has the NFL devalued the running back market so much? It's having a, a you know is the, is it is it too much? Have they, has it been devalued too much now undervalued? KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on your smart speakers. Say, play ESPN Radio. Pop right up. So the NFL, obviously, running backs, simple supply and demand, right? If a lot of people can do a job around the same level, the pay for that job is not going to be as high as jobs for which there are fewer standouts, right? Fewer fewer uh, people who can do it at an extremely important, you know, high level. And... The passing game has gotten more and more important, has been well documented documented by people like, you know, Michael Lewis and others, where the returns per play on a passing, you know, in the passing game has increased over time, whereas a human being can only run so fast, right? So returns on, on handing the ball to the running back have stayed see, basically consistent over see, time. It's, it's, it's pretty, I don't know, I, I guess having played in the league and played with, with three crazy dominant running backs that all caught the ball out of the backfield extremely well. You, you, I never heard the devalue money issues with any of these three guys that I played with, right? Curtis Martin never was an issue for him to get his money. Never. And he caught the ball out of the backfield. He ran between the tackles. He blocked. He did Everything. And he had an unusually productive post thirty year old career. His he his career post thirty was, was never, different was than never, most. It was yeah. never a financial situation. When he needed to get the money, we turned the money in. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Work done. Mm-hmm. Okay. W D. Ridiculous. He had the two 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 two. He had that J Will stuff on the football field, and he could catch out of the backfield ridiculously. Mike Allstott bulldozer, but also could catch the ball out of the backfield. Fullback, yeah. None of them ever had to fight to get their money as hard as these guys are now. And they ran the football all the time, effectively, in dungy ball. All I just It's so weird that the running backs have to fight for their money now, where then they didn't. They just didn't, and they were very productive at all phases of the game. Well, Key, well, can't you make – the argument from like playing devil's advocate on it that it's not like their their values being like they're being devalued. It just feels like the market has recorrected like the value of the running back, right? So, it, so that's it's being devalued, though, coach. Well, it, well, being recorrected doesn't mean being devalued. It means don't you don't we see more? Why you running, gotta re- don't why we you don't, gotta re- don't we see more 
running backs by committee now? I mean, don't we see that understanding that how much more injury prone, unless there are those unique individuals that, like you said, can catch the ball out of the all, backfield all become the dudes, more of a dual threat. All three of the dudes I named, though, Jay, yes, carried the load, carried the load, and played today. Agree, dinosaur. Agree, but like, if you could do it all over again, would you have given Ezekiel Elliott his money? Like, there are a lot of. I would say, or I would you probably, have Todd Gurley? Like there's a lot of examples where you probably would have given them less now being retrospective on it. Mm-hmm. Not saying no, probably, they wouldn't have gotten their I money. I probably but. would have given Zeke his money at that point in time. It was yeah. a mistake, though. Because it really was only a three-year deal. It was not, it's only a three-year but deal. Would you, would, you, would you have called that a mistake? Would you call that a mistake now? No, like, because it was, on only, it? it was only a three-year deal. Let me try a different it tack, It was never Keith. a long-term deal. Let me try a different tack with you based on something you've told me recently. When, when Don't tell everybody I, what I told you. Something, <laughs> something that I misunderstood for a while when you kept saying there is no real salary cap, et cetera. You no, know, there is because if you have to rob Peter to pay Paul. But the way you've explained it is that they look at the receiver room. This is what we're going to pay this this position. They look at yes. the quarterback room is what we're going to, et cetera, et cetera. The determination has been made clearly in the NFL over time that the running backs room is going to be capped at a certain level lower than, for mm-hmm. example, the receivers. The, the, a proportion of money you pay running backs versus receivers continues to favor receivers increasingly as time goes on, seems to me, right? They're, they're not willing to commit as much. So there's a reason for that. The people who know the game very well are looking at it, and this goes across the league. The, the, old, the old heads who rely on scouting, the analytics approach, they're all looking at running backs and saying the return on investment is not enough to justify paying them as though they're receivers, right? Like, there's a reason for that. Well, you could, you could, I could pay a running back $20 million a year, but I don't have to give him a longer – I don't have to give him a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? I could give him a short-term deal. But that keeps deal. down the total money key because, as you know – the, 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 the guaranteed dollars in the contract is partly based on, largely based on how long they think you could do it. That, that, that's somewhat true. Receiver room is, is not as large as the other rooms, though. It's not as large as the receiver room. Most teams are only going to carry three running backs. Mm-hmm. They're not going to carry right. six running backs like a receiver room or mm-hmm. DBs that carry nine and ten DBs. They're not going to do that. Um, but I think when you look at a guy like Jonathan Taylor, for instance, and this conversation somewhat surrounds around Jonathan Taylor based on his communication yesterday, uh, how he felt about being devalued and whatnot. Jonathan Taylor deserves a certain market value. There's no question about it. But do you give him that in a short window? Mm-hmm. Is, is it a two-year real money, and then we're going to revisit it again? Yeah. How much of that money is he getting in the first 16 months, say? How much mm-hmm. of that money is guaranteed against injury? All of those sort of things. So it's all about how you lay it out. I'm not saying you got to go give Jonathan Taylor a five-year deal worth you know, $100 million of fully guaranteed money. And a lot of times when guys are negotiating, they're not really paying attention to the real money. They're looking at the total value of the deal. Right. And portion of the total value of the deal is not real on the back end, but they want the headlines and all of that sort of stuff. So they get their feelings involved as well. So you get out of college, you're 21, 22. You're going, depending on what round, four or five years on your rookie deal as a running back. You're now 25, 26. Everyone's like, eh, after 28, really, it starts to fall off. But certainly after 30, Curtis Martin was a big exception to that. There haven't been that many Curtis Martins. And so they, then they franchise you. 
right? Then they could franchise you again. Now you're 28. They're like, why even pay them? So what? They, they, you know, when you talk about the 20 per key, yeah, we'll give it two years of that. And the running backs like, hold on, well, time 20, out. I've been running through brick high, walls just, this whole time. It, 20 is high. I just do a number out. Yeah, there. right, exactly. right. Yeah, it's yeah, 10 yeah. really. I mean, that's what you know. They're 10, 12. Okay, so now that we've juiced you for all your worth. Uh, here's two years in 24, and the running back's like, hold up, time out. I'm better than the quarterback. You just gave him 80. You just nice. gave him 100. Mm-hmm. Tough to be a running back. All right. Something Nikola Jokic has said recently, I mean, in the last, what, day? Has some people on this show upset? Very upset. Plus, people want to talk a lot. You know what else we haven't done? We haven't gotten to the longest droughts in sports. <laughs> The franchises, now that the Nuggets, 47 years, finally got a title. Who's next, KJM? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.